Squeeze me. Welcome back to the finals of the kind of mini bracket that we've had going on head-to-head of Jack's Abbey from Framingham, Mass. And the past two weeks, we have had the semifinals of this riveting bracket filled with upsets. <laughs> I love you trying to build the hype. That's good. And we have found ourselves with, I believe, the one seed, the Eponius Union, versus the it's a two, seed. two seed. Yeah, the yeah, post-shift Pilsner. So, Dylan, hats off to you. Mm-hmm. I don't have a hat, but I would... Take it off. Yeah, appreciate it. And before we go into this, I don't know, Dylan, you seemed like you had someone to talk about, but I didn't know if you wanted to crack open the beers or discuss. Let's um, let's do it in the order you just suggested. Let's crack the beer, but I do have something to get off my chest. Okay, sounds good. Let's start with the one C, the Haponius Union. And uh, cheers, Clink. Cheers to you. So the reason that we're not, uh, you don't hear the sound of an opening beer was that Dylan and I had kind of... You know, we, we we crunched the numbers. We figured head to head, we're trying to save every penny we can, mm-hmm. and we uh, <laughs> unfortunately did not have enough <laughs> beers to make it through the whole bracket. So we are re-drinking, yeah, the uh, the same beers that we had drunk during the semifinals. Yeah, I'm, hey. I'm working on like the the last third of the Haponius Union, which means I liked it initially. So I, I've got I've got high hopes for right. it, and um, uh, it's good, dude. I forgot. It's been a couple hours since, <laughs> since I've had this beer, and it's good. I think that I would be surprised if the uh, the post-shift Pilsner tickles my taste buds in the same way that this. Like, I'm getting, I'm getting something special from this. Yeah, I, I've, I've been generally, though, impressed with this bracket uh, by how close they all are. Yep. I don't think that, you know, between the first, second, second, third, third, and fourth, I don't think there's a huge gap. I think these are all fairly um, close. Uh, but it's it's our job to make the tough choices and rank them regardless of how much of a runaway contest or a tight contest it is. Um, now, as Jake said, I do have something to get off my chest. Uh, no one here on the set has heard this before. Actually, no other human being besides myself whimpering uh, late at night has heard this. I don't know if anyone at home is familiar with the concept of gambling and losing. Um, and this is not a casino concept. This is... You're talking figuratively. This is a personal, this is a personal thing. Um, so most of the time, uh, when you need to have a bodily function, you're passing gas, it just happens, you know? Um, and sometimes, um, you're not quite sure whether you need to go to the bathroom or you just need to toot a little bit. Um, and I think we can be adults here, you know, like we don't need to pretend this is a taboo subject. Yeah. Um, it's, it's natural. Yeah. Your body is a temple though. Right. A finely tuned machine. I agree with you. I'm glad you said that I was a finely tuned machine because I agree. Um, a finely tuned or finely tuned machine? Uh, depending on the day, both. And on this day, um, not last week, uh, I I had one of those moments where it's like, do you, do, 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 am I going to gamble? Right. Am I going to lose? And you say to yourself, no. There's no way. I'm an adult. You know, I stopped wearing diapers, I don't know, decades ago. At least a decade ago. And At least one. And as you know, as I know, I'm a finely tuned machine, so I'm just gonna just gonna make it happen. I'm just gonna do, and <laughs> and then you know, you get a little bonus action there, and <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and this is in common space. Oh, I wish I wish the listeners could have seen Dylan's face <laughs> as he's had the return bonus action there. All right, and, continue, uh, continue. and it's unexpected, Un- unwelcome guests to the party. You know, mm. Nobody's pleased, and it and, and uh, record scratch. <laughs> and then uh, I confess to the group, and I didn't know what had happened at this point, but I confess to the group. Uh, I'm sorry, like I, I tooted. You know, when you're with the, with other people, you need to say it. You know, we, we, it doesn't need to be a childish guessing game. Childlike, uh, childlike. Uh, and then uh, our housemate, Eric, says, oh, I thought you moved the chair. I thought that was like a weird sound of the chair. I was like, no, I, I, I farted. It's all right. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, we're all adults here. We lived together for years. Uh, you know, I'll spare you the details, but use the restroom, whatever. Turns out, bonus action. Now, second time in my adult life, I can remember this unexpected surprise. Immediately changed, immediately showered, fixed the whole situation. But I am here to say, I'm, I'm here to be honest because I think there aren't enough adults acknowledging that moment. You know, it's been 15 years of mostly dookie-free farts. <laughs> clean clean <laughs> sheet. <laughs> and I can say that about once every 7.5 years, for me personally, I've had a, a surprise. And... You don't need to be old for that to happen. You don't need to be young for that to happen. It just happens sometimes. And this is more of a PSA saying it's okay to tell your friends. It's okay to say your, to your significant others, even if she looks at you like she's looking at me right now, um, that it happens. And uh, you're you're just as much of a human being as anyone else is. Wow. The whole audience is clapping. I don't know if you can hear me over the thunderous applause. <laughs> No, don't. I mean, I'm glad you're, you know, using your time. It's mo- like- it was modest. I'm, I'm not going to say this was like, a, like, like, looked like the curb, you know, with a negligent dog owner. I'm not saying that. <laughs> it was just a minor surprise. It was a minor surprise. And I think I'm, I'm glad that you're using your time in the limelight to uh, enrich <laughs> our community, you know, and to. There's just too much shame out there, Jake. <laughs> you know me. Too, I don't shame it's a, it's a dark world out there and you're trying to bring some light. Well, Don, I'm glad you can kind of provide a, you know, bottom-up overview of your... Uh, <laughs> Everyone talks about top-down, top you know, trickle-down economics. This is trickle-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I feel like I've connected with Dylan Gully's psyche in a way that I had not before. I so. tossed the underpants, by the way. They're you tossed not, I'm never going to be wearing them again. Wow. Um, in case you're wondering, but I, I know, <laughs> I know that was more of a me moment than an us moment. And this is an us show, but I, I like, you know, sometimes you got a platform, you got to, you got to stand up on that soapbox. You got to preach once in a while. Yeah. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. And I'm glad that, you know, next time I want to, you know, get on oh, the soapbox. And next time you shit yourself, please tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What, what are we, what am I drinking? I'm pretty sure I'm drinking the wrong beer. Actually. I was you just drinking the house lager. <laughs> no, I was just reaching down as I was talking. Oh about yeah, you having that? Yeah, we've kind of got a uh, house lager's a loser. Sorry, a smorgasbord. Is that how you say that word? I, I know I've gotten shit a lot for my pronunciation. You chowed like pronunciation. How do you say a smorgasbord? That sounds correct to me. I Is can't that close that enough. Oh, Probably nobody knows how to speak German, so that's as close as you can get. Um, all right, so the two, the two, the two the beers two we've beers had, John, are the one seed, the Haponius Union, yep. versus the number two seed, the post-shift uh, okay. Pilsner. Thank you. This post-shift, I got in my hand right now, the chilliest beer that we've had because mm. it is the, the the latest to evacuate your fridge. Mm. And I don't know, like all that we talked about during our episode was its crushability and it's, um, you know – it's got that smooth criminal vibe to it that I feel smooth like I'm criminal. Yeah. I feel like I'm just getting bank robbed. It's robbing my taste buds. of an experience that the Haponius union, the one seat is able to, it just punches you on the tongue. dude. It's a tongue puncher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's good. I, the bank robber thing is a little confusing to me. 
Uh, but I can't, I can't argue with you. I think I'm going to ask you to do, I don't know if I've ever flipped the script on you with this oh one. Oh my God. But the, uh, the alternating sips. The combo sip? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Combo sip this. What, are, what is my combo sip? One of the push up, one of the. Yeah. Go back and forth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Normally you say like successive sh- sips of the same one. I want you to go back and forth a couple of times. I think the post shift is going to surprise you. Well, I mean. No, you don't need to speak. Just drink. So I'm in between sips. I think part of that is like, it's like if you have a. Just keep going. So if you have a bitter food and then you have a sweet food back to back, the sweet food, or sorry, the bitter food will taste way more bitter Mm. and the sweet food will taste way more sweet, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the, you know, like we're all just masochists. Everybody who likes beer is just, like it doesn't taste that good, you know? It's not like a. Yeah, I think you know, I think more than the bitter, like I think people would say the bitter beer people are more like the, yeah. the tongue masochists. Like I always feel like you know, like I would I used to it's consider myself place. part of kind of the like double IPA fandom, mm-hmm. and then it's just drinking dirt, dude. It's like you put mud in a can, and you're like, yep, two hundred IBUs. <laughs> yep. well, it's the only way to get your tongue. A double IPA is the only way to get your tongue drier than just sticking it out for like like five minutes. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, just to pour a double IPA. It's on. like a it dries it out faster. It just yeah. it just neuters your tongue. <laughs> And I think that the more time I spent in the hop universe, the more time I've become to appreciate the beer like the Haponius Union, one that bridges the gap between the mortal world of, you know, lagers and, you know, tight flavors Mm -hmm. with that of the Hades, the IPA god. (laughs) As we all know. (laughs) Yeah. Who can who giveth and taketh flavors with the, a flip of his wand? I, I think that actually, I wasn't I wasn't thoroughly convinced. In fact, I was trying to get you to entertain the idea that the post shift could be better. But the idea that the Haponius Union, which I really want to stop saying, uh, could be like the um, the gateway IPA yeah. for people is kind of appealing. Like I feel like it's my duty to tell people that. And because we're an IPA leaning show, if a listener can kind of like kind of get, yeah. just hook them with this, then maybe they'll like and then the show other more. episodes, they'd be like, I get it. You know, if you yep. go back and listen to what well, was season, season one was one. IPAs. Yep. If you went back and listened to season one after like uh, having, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 of these uh, Haponius unions, you'd be like, I, I've got a taste for it. You know, I've got a little, little uh, taste of the blood. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, I know what you mean, Bill. <laughs> I've no, seen you, that face before. You were the one who you were the one who suggested. I'm I'm floored actually because uh, normally I think of myself more convincing than you, but you just like <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was the biggest humble brag I've ever seen on this. show. I don't understand what you're talking about. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I think hey, I'm just the person at the outside of this who admitted to shitting myself. So that's true. It's yin Respect. And yang. <laughs> I think that we have crowned ourselves a winner of this of this here mini bracket. Winner on, leader on your on your roof, Dylan. I think we found it. The one seed, the Haponius Union, surprising nobody. <laughs> <laughs> surprising nobody. I, I, I think the question that I'm more interested in with regard to twelve packs is what we can conclude with, because what you're saying is the the one seed winning it all is lackluster, right? Yep. It, like there, it's no surprise. Um, my issue with twelve packs a lot of the time is is this twelve pack worth buying, or should I just pick my top two favorites of this and pay a little bit more total mm. and buy a six pack of each? I'm gonna say no, dude. I think all of these beers provided. A, a, it was like a combo, you know, like the, the, um, the one seed, the Haponius Union was the quick jab, you mm-hmm. know, it just hits you in the mouth. 
the the four seed, the blood orange wheat is that uppercut, you know. Okay. And I think that we have we've developed these combos between the post shift and the and the house lager, and all these beers are kind of a a medley. That is like one could argue that this combo variety pack is like a they've, symphony. They've all got their place in your spice cabinet. Yeah, I yeah. think that normally they're just dead weight. Like I'm convinced that a lot of twelve packs they're trying to unload. The crappy mm-hmm. one that they made, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and this it's like White Claw, one, yeah, it's, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. like White Claw. In fact, it seemed like fifty percent of those they were trying to unload the shitty ones. And with this, though, you know, the first beer I wouldn't it would reach for would not be the uh, the Blood Orange. Like I wouldn't leave those in the cooler at the end of the day. And it's like we set it up, but I, I don't know, one in eight, one in ten times would actually say that the twelve pack was worth buying. Uh, especially for the last one. And, and in this case, I think it is. I would encourage anyone uh, far and wide in particular because uh, I'm guessing Jack Sabby's trying to grow. They're from Framingham. They're nearby. You know, rooting for the little guy here at uh, Head to Head. Um, I'd encourage you to go out and try this. It's yeah, a good deal. This was a eye-opening experience, to say the least. One of many we've had on Head to Head, and hopefully we get many more. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and after this episode, uh, you can count on uh, after this uh, interlude, the finals of the Dark Beers region, you're finally going to get, after three weeks when you're like, Dylan, Jake, when are we going to get the culmination of the Dark Beer region? Next week, you're going to get it with the uh, left-hand milk stout versus the Rasputin uh, for a absolute banger of a final episode. Can't wait to see that. Sounds good. See you guys next week. Bruh.